everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. Recorded live from the set of the Ghost in the Shell movie, where if you take a picture, everyone will hate you. I'm your host, <laughs> Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me tonight, I have our token girl, Jessica. Hello, I hope you're all comfortable and not wearing pants like I am, because pants Ooh. suck. <laughs> Our wizard of... Yes. <laughs> Lovely. A wizard of weight <laughs> Shinoda. The pussy was asleep today, and my god, it was cute. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Our master of monster girls, Marcus. Yay. <laughs> 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 Our emperor of explosions, Riker. I don't even know how to follow those up. <laughs> Our, hey. I don't even blame you. <laughs> Our chivalry of Shota's it's Shotaro. Luluko's mom is one hell of a milf. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, our titan of Tim Tam's Tom. To be fair to Jessica, I'm actually not wearing pants either, and I've just realized that, so you're welcome. Wow. Both take pictures. I've literally yes. like, just woken up like half an hour ago. Anyway. <laughs> shall, we, shall we start talking about what we've been watching? Yes. I think that's a good thing to do before everyone takes their pants off and this becomes very awkward. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and start. Um, I haven't really been watching anything besides what's been airing. I've kind of narrowed down like my top three for the season. And they're all slice of life, so you can literally yell at me because I am what is killing anime. Um, <laughs> it's not well, funny. Which one's that? Are they Moa? It's, I'm guessing it's Tanaka, Flying Witch, and you got two. Come on, you can do it. Bakuman, I, I'm trying though. to think. Of... Oh, got it. So you got oh, it. Come on, Bakuman's got to be number Bak- one. Bakuman. <laughs> it is. I love it. I don't know why. I don't, <laughs> take it back. I do know why I love it because I know it's the closest thing we'll ever have to a Top Gear anime. Yeah, I was gonna say Bakuman was like made for you. It is. Yeah. It is. To be, but to be fair, this season has a lot of really good slice of life anime. Flying Witch is so relaxing. I don't it know. Is. Have anyone else watched it? I haven't. It, yeah, I'm yeah. Watching it. I started watching it. It was my go-to. It was my go-to show after I was raging at Dark Souls all week. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's what I've been watching. I watch it after I get off work, and it relaxes me so. Yeah, that show literally goes by so fast. I'm just like, I sit down, things happen, and then what? Episode's done. This is (laughs) done. I don't. What happened? Don't even show me more. That's how it was with like me and Uh, and I when I watched it the first time through. I went through like the whole like twenty four episodes, you know, two seasons in like one day. And I was like, wait what? <laughs> Where'd it go? But yeah, it's I mean I've been watching some other stuff, but those are the three that I'm really liking so far, so Jessica. Um well I'm mostly watching currently streaming anime. Uh, but other than that, I'm watching uh, Seko Boys from last season. And I'm at like episode seven. And I'm just 
wondering why I'm watching it. That's what I was doing. Too. Is this the one with the, this, is, this is the one with the statues, right? Yeah. yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. Okay. No, I didn't watch it. The one that I thought would be like <laughs> didn't look very good. Through, and then it kind of it started off well. pretty funny. Well, yeah, like the first episode, it was like, oh, this is new, and then like by episode five, I was just like banging my head against the the Wii U gamepad, yeah. just like please, please, end sooner. Wii U gamepad. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to say, quite killing yourself. You have a Wii U. No, dude, the Wii U is the best for anime. No, I don't care. You can have any other system, but, dude, Wii U is you know what, the you best. You know what's the best for anime? No, seriously, it's the best for the, anime. The like, internet in no, a computer. No, it, it's, it's not. That's, <laughs> yeah. console, that's why there's a thing between console gamers and PC gamers. Oh, let us not Because get anime into is this. better on Jesus PC Christ. than on consoles? Uh, sure, Even I, yeah, I guess it, it actually is, unless you don't have any way to connect your computer to the TV. I don't know. We're getting into like weird territory ah, here. Poor fuck. Anyway. anyway. Is that it, Jessica? Yeah, I'm not watching anything okay. else. Okay, Chinoda. Nothing but airing stuff like everyone else. Uh, I'll probably start Grimgar tomorrow just to see what the fuck everyone was talking about. You won't. Oh, uh, I, I, I feel like we kind of spoiled that. <laughs> we talked uh, about it a lot. In the, exactly. in the... You remember how yeah. much memory I have? I don't. Janota, uh, <laughs> have you watched K? Jeez. I don't remember. Oh my god! Oh, really? Really? We're gonna go there, bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but um, yeah. Other than that, nothing much. I just spent the entire weekend watching. I mean, showing my friend. I showed him all of Konosuba in a day and a half, probably a less. Um, he he loved it. Like he insisted we continued on on it. And then um, I just um, I just showed him like a bunch of airing stuff, and he's like, "Holy fuck." I need to talk to you more about this stuff. He works a government job, so he doesn't have time to um, watch anime anymore. Oh. Kind of see it was a great show. We should talk about it on the show sometime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he we hates never, we've never brought it up before. He fucking hates her. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> he hates oh, Aqua? He wants to fuck the shit out of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's like the only one that probably picked her out of any of the girls in that show. No, there's 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 like twelve darkness fans. Twelve. Hey Riker, there's as many darkness fans as Rays fans. Yeah, that's well. <laughs> I, there's a lot of there's as many darkness fans as as many Rays fans that actually go to the games. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah. Sports uh, humor. What? Oh, yeah. sports ball. Okay. Florida joke. Baseball. Anyway, uh, Marcus. I mean, he should be here, but he decided to leave. Uh, me and Dustin have been watching Hunter x Hunter. We're almost done. We have like 23 uh, episodes and we're done. And, uh, the fuck, Dusty? Why ain't you here, bitch-ass motherfucker? Because he's like, oh, you. dude, I've been here for like two weeks. Well, he actually has been here. If you don't include the days, like he had like two days where he went back to his house to go do something, then he came back to hang out with me. He's been here like two weeks. And then he's like, oh, yeah, shit. Since, since you're going to have this, uh, you know, you're going to the concert and everything, which we'll talk about that in a minute, uh, I'm going to take that opportunity to go back to my house. And uh, then I have a, a, 
appointment on Monday. He's got to bring his cat in for whatever. But are you sure it's not a squatter? What? <laughs> Will you two just move in together already? No. <laughs> I actually used to live in his house. Like, I actually used to pay, rent, uh, pay his parents' rent and stay there because it was like it was cheaper than whatever. But fucking let me get back to my anime thing. So uh, we're almost <laughs> done with that. And what I've been watching, though, is I haven't been watching any airing stuff. And I watched like the first three minutes of uh, uh, Your Lie in April and was like, nah, uh nah, not doing this now. I'm not ready for it. And uh, I tried that, and I read the... the, the... Have you seen that? Have you seen Your Lie in April before, or...? No, no, I just... Is that your I first time? the part where okay. I, I saw the faces. I thought this was a, like, one-on-one character show. I didn't realize there were all these side characters. And then when I realized, oh, oh, this is, like, a slice of life with, like, multiple characters. Okay, I'm not... I'm not I, I mentally prepared for one-on-one, serious, super serious from the start. Which it's not. It's kind of uh, it's it it gets yeah. that way. I mean, it's not well, necessarily one on one. It's it's essentially two, not two on two, but there's two, two, there's four characters, and it pretty much focuses on them. Yeah, there's well, not really like there's a, a bunch of other side characters, but they're not really super important. Okay, so other than that, I it is definitely be... super serious though. I, yeah, I, I read the first chapter. Serious. Um, of Berserk, and holy shit, that first chapter is insane. Like the first, I showed it to Jessica. The first page is is he uh, is uh, what's his name Guts or Gatsu or whatever, uh, banging this chick. Gatsu. And I was like, holy shit! Like this is the first page. They do not fuck around. <laughs> um. Oh, bro. Oh, they just did though. Wait. Well, they oh, did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah they did. They literally did. I thought it, I thought yeah. that this was gonna be one of those like where they have to build up to it, but like. Seriously, more action anime should start out the first chapter like insane, like this one did. Like they had so much. Well, they they start off, but then they go into his backstory a lot. That's like, fine. Just show me yeah. what I can expect in like the first chapter or the first episode or whatever. Don't don't have it be like, uh, well, we got to build up stuff like this, and then maybe at the end of the episode have a little thing. No, like the way they started here was like, then the first ten episodes he killed like two people. So, or, at least, or actually, the three people. Or, sorry, first ten pages, not episodes. Um, but yeah, I haven't really been watching anything other than Hunter x Hunter, because when you're watching one show, and that show has a lot of episodes, you, know, you don't really have time for everything else. I'll watch I'll watch stuff from this season eventually, when it starts getting good. Yeah. I'll go. Okay. Um, so, I still haven't finished Mysterious Girlfriend X. It's, like, it's not a show I can kind of blaze through. Because it's got, like, it relies on, like, the main character's dreams a lot. And, like, he has these really, really weird psychedelic dreams. And there's lots of imagery and symbolism and stuff. So I've been taking my time with that show. I'm, like, ten episodes in, so I only have, like, two or three left. Um, still super weird. Uh, like it. Not as super fond of it as I was at the beginning. But that's because they do some bullshit at the end, towards the end of the series. And then, uh, other than that... Um, just mostly airing stuff, I believe. I also started rewatching Garden of Sinners for Ooh, no, that's a no good apparent time. reason. Yeah, it's good. Very good. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Movies, mm-hmm. lots of them. Mini movies. I think that's like, the most I've ever spent on an anime. Blu rays for that. They're over an hour each. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty long. I mean, at the end of it, I feel like it's probably longer than most. Okay. Animal, Anything anime else? series. 
No. All right, show. Yeah, I've only been watching airing anime because <laughs> there's just so many good ones. Um, I just wanted to say uh, I'm really loving Netoge. Um, I'm like yes. a sucker for anything, anything gaming. Like even if it's complete utter garbage, <laughs> I'll probably like, watch it if it has gaming SAO? themes in it. <laughs> yeah. Like um, it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> let's not go there. Let's not. Yeah, let's fire. not go there. But um, yeah, I'm really loving the romance between. Akko and Rusian, the two main characters. It's really cute, and it's like a gaming romance, kind of like Excel World. So, loving that. Is it like um, like Batum in a way? Oh God, how is Batum? You know, uh, yes, it is kind of like Batum, except they focus more on like how they establish their relationship in the game, and then oh, how see. that relationship dynamic plays out when they actually meet so okay i like how they explore that whereas batum is just like you see it once and then i guess it is kind of like batum if you think about it yeah and i'm also really liking uh re-zero oh my god has anybody watched the latest episode do you mean the 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 way they ended the latest episode oh my god oh i love it so much okay like if you thought in Erased my... <laughs> had cliffhangers, oh my okay, god. Okay, like in my opinion, oh, man, really it's like um it's like when you see like magical girl anime and you like you think, "Oh, this shit is like stupid." You're like, "Well, Maho Shoujo Madoka Magica is why it, uh like magical girl anime isn't stupid or like something like that." And then when you look at um oh, I've been uh, transferred to another world and be like, this is such a gimmicky thing. You go to ReZero now because they really take that like really basic setting and they really do an amazing job with it. Uh, I'm just loving every like piece of it. The directing in each episode is like so amazing. Great. Still like, haven't pacing. seen the ED for that show. Have we not? And no, they haven't. They have not shown any ED animation yet. They, they put the they, they they insert the song at the end of every episode, but they never actually do an ED. Listen, I am not complaining. Uh, and we've only <laughs> seen like, the OP like what once, twice, yeah, twice. twice. Uh, yeah. I love it. I just love how they like compose all the scenes and like how they place them and everything is so good. Got an OP really? and an ED. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I've been enjoying. That's good. Uh, all right. Tom, you want to finish this up? Um, I won't take long. I've, I haven't really watched anything apart from airing stuff like most other people. Um, Dark Souls took up a lot of my time, so I just haven't had time to watch a whole lot of stuff. I think the last thing I watched was like one random episode of Free that Mark told me to watch. Oh, the one so I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, 12. I've never seen this show before. I'll watch episode... 12 of season 2 why not the Australian one yeah uh, I, I don't think I've laughed that hard in a long time it was so bad but yeah I mean that's it i got nothing to talk about okay alright well thank you for contributing so much to this podcast <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> alright well All right. before we get into our newest segment uh uh, Marcus, Jessica, and John, who's not here tonight, the quitter, uh, went to uh, uh, Miku Expo. Was it Miku Expo? 
That yeah. was called. Yeah. Uh, in Seattle this week. So, Jessica, you want to tell us? I'm like the worst person to ask. <laughs> um, I'm not a huge uh, Miku fan. But, um, so we went, uh, it opened, we, uh, uh, were VIP, so we got, like, a little baggie, and it had, like, a watch in it, and, um, it had a sticker, and, uh, we also got a glow stick, and, um... I think that's it. I don't really remember. Well, you also got a shirt. And yeah, because uh, the opening band for Miku is Anamanaguchi. They uh, do like music that sounds like video game music. And I got one of their shirts. They were um, actually pretty good. Um, even though they didn't like, they only had like two songs with words in them. It was one of those where I was like, "Yeah, I could listen to this in my free time." Yeah. Um, Good thing to say. Is, I this in my free time. Yeah. My boyfriend's a huge fan, so I got this shirt for him. Um, unfortunately, they weren't signing autographs or anything. So. Yeah. Uh, but then we went into the concert. It, the venue was pretty cool because it had like all these shops inside. It even had a Starbucks. Um, but we went in. Uh. It opened with Anamanaguchi, you know, after a long time of waiting. Um, it probably was actually, I think we started at 9 for the Miku concert. Because it was about 8.47 yeah. when they ended. And it was at least another 10 minutes, so. Yeah, and then Miku came out. And um, they also, the other voc- Vocaloids had their songs, too. So. <laughs> a lot of people... Um, Actually, before we even started this podcast, I was kind of looking up some, not reviews, but like what people thought of it. And they got, some people were super pissed that they didn't have more than like one episode or one song per Vocaloid other than Miku. And I'm just like, guys, you're complaining about something. Like, they could get away with not using any of the other Vocaloids here. And you're complaining about it because yeah. it's like, oh, it's not what I wanted. And I'm well, just like, some people, oh, well, don't, is... don't some people like Miku or some people like the other Vocaloids more than Miku? Well, yeah, but yeah. without Miku, Vocaloid would not even probably be nearly as popular as, you know, she made it. She basically made it what Miku it is in the, the U.S. Miku is the face today. of Vocaloid. Yeah. She is the face yeah, of Vocaloid. It's Miku Expo. It's not Vocaloid Expo. Yeah. That's true. But isn't, like, Miku's like a brand at this point, isn't it? Like, yeah, there's tons of, like, like um, Miku Dio. Other Vocaloids. Uh, John would know characters. way more about It's a franchise here. at this point, really. I don't know. The only other one I know is Rin. Miku is is as much, uh, you could say that she's as much a musician as she is a marketing implement. Yeah. Is she? Would you really say Miku itself is the musician, or the people making the music well, the through Miku? Make it are musicians, but well, she's it depends too. on who you ask. Like, yeah. If you look at the people who don't care about Vocaloid and they're just like looking at it from the outside in, they're like, well, obviously she's not doing anything. But if you look, if you ask a fan, they're like, no, Miku's changed my life, or. Miku is what makes me get up in the morning. If, if that's weird, but whatever. And that's uh, extreme. So like, yeah. yeah, I would. I would just. I would put more credit on the actual. Uh, this is a no, weird, dude. The guitarist. We're getting off topic, dude, but yeah. I would like to say this part. Um, there's a song called Glass Wall that I really don't like. Dubstep. I don't hate it, but I just don't like it. And I took that song and made a non-dubstep version of it. And I think right now I have like over 
5,000 views or whatever. Um, but I don't care about the views. I just wanted to make that song so I could have it. And I was like, well, maybe somebody else will want a non-Depth Slip version. And uh, when we were listening to that song during the concert, I was like, yeah, my version's better. But then, like, two-thirds of the way through, they changed it to, like, heavy rock version. And I, like, I flipped my shit. It was amazing. And I, like, oh, my God, Jessica, they don't normally do this. It's amazing. So I've been, like, looking online all day. I'm like, do they have a, a rock version of this? Because if not, I'll probably try and make this. But, yeah, I loved how the guitarists, um, well, actually, you know, the band in general, they would make stuff up on the spot to make it sound fresh, you know? Sure, you'd be singing along or you'd be like, you know, with the beat and they'd change it and it would throw you off. But I like that fresh feeling, you know. It was actually pretty good. Um, I, there really wasn't anything about the concert that I didn't like except for the fact that Jessica really couldn't see, like, at least half of it. <laughs> it oh, was like four foot eleven, so. Couldn't put her on your shoulders? Oh, Come on. No, I did actually yeah, ask her if she wanted to piggyback. And she just looks at me and goes, No. <laughs> Um, this guy, one of the, the people, like, like when she was standing in, like, the aisle so she could see, they, like, came up and was like, you got to get back in your, you know, seat area. And I was like, come on, she can't see. That's unfair. And Taylor and John were in the second row, which were originally me and um, Taylor's seats in the first place. So I was just like, yeah, next time you get the front row so you can actually see. Yeah, it overall, was though, um, it was a – I really enjoyed the concert. Um, I enjoyed – driving all day because other than the concert that's what i did like to get from here to seattle pick her up and then go back and hurt dude i have a really bad seat in my car and it killed my back but uh we're here to talk about anime so let's get to other new stuff yeah yeah okay so we have a brand new segment uh in in this little show uh let's do the news disgusting (laughs) (laughs) no no don't do that is a little news thing for you. Yeah. So, uh, who put the anime cooking app on here? Yeah, no, seriously. That's, this thing big, is, that's, that's me. That was me. That's big news. It's news. This is actually pretty cool because it's by the same guys who did uh, the workout app, the Burn Your Fat With Me, and I actually have that thing. I was like, well, let me try this out. And, like, it's basically a, a dating simulator with, like, a workout motivator thing, and it keeps track of, like, your sit-ups, your push-ups. And it's like, it is the only thing I've ever found that made me want to do sit-ups every day. And I actually got up to where I could do 75 in like three minutes, which if you look at my size, there is no way in hell I could do that on the spot right now. Because obviously it's been a while since I used it. But like, it took me, you know, a week and a half to get to that. And at one point I was like timing myself. I could do 50 in like a minute and a half, which, and it's a little bit less than one per, or no, wait, what is that? Less than one per second. So it takes a couple seconds to do it. Whatever. I don't know. I just yeah, we should. Cool. Na- What's the name of this app? Okay, so it's called Gochi Show and Gochi Show for Girls. And uh, I would assume that the Gochi Show for Girls is, you know, because of the dating sim aspect and everything. And um, it looks like it's going to actually, it's not just going to be free. It's going to cost $4.29, which is weird. I'm, they're probably going to just go with $3.99. Breaking the bank. To, what? Yep. Breaking the bank. Yeah. You know, I. <laughs> I think one of the most expensive things I actually did ever buy on my phone was the Burn Your Fat With Me because that was, I think, three ninety nine when I first bought it. And then, like, the week after that, it was on sale for, like, one ninety nine. And I was like, yeah, fuck you, too. <laughs> but whatever. Um, I mean, like, it's something I might get because I, I watched two of the videos and, like, I watched the first one and the second one. And the first one, even though I know how to peel potatoes, it's like, well, what else do they have on here? Maybe they know... 
Maybe they have like how to fillet a fish, which I used to be able to do, but I can't do it anymore because it's been like 10 years and they might know how to do it better. I don't know. This is probably cool um, just to have on your phone if you're like, you know, if we're going to make this, I can also at the same time be playing a game. All the people who watch Food Wars might be like, yay, I can make my own food. Now. I'm curious. I'll go on a date. Um, how does how does this app like check your progress? Well, you have, it trusts you. I was thinking that too. I mean, like with the with the burn your fat, you technically all you got to do you can turn off the automator if you want, and just have it to where you hold it next to your ear and you tap whenever you actually do one. That's the way I did it because it was like there is no way in hell anybody could be as flexible as this app wanted you to be with the burn your fat with me. It was like. They wanted you to move so far forward, like your head goes past your knees, like way past your knees. And I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I can't do that. I'll do the best I can, which I asked my uh, younger brother who does like workout stuff all the time. He's like, yeah, it's, it's close. You know, not perfect, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, I'm done talking about this one. Uh, anybody want to talk okay. about the – well, actually, I put the other one too. This Vocaloid History app where it's like, I really wish John would have been on, but no. Dude, this thing is so cool. Like, basically what it is, is they take, like, Vocaloid songs, and they have, like, books that go with it. And, um, like, one of the songs, Senban Zakura, it originally talks about kind of, like, uh, radicalizing or something, something Japan a long time ago. But they, like, edited the words in it. So now if you're, like, watching the video along with listening to it, it's actually like an entire history, or not an entire history, but like the basics of Japan, and it's like teaching you stuff while you're also listening. So it's like more engaging, and it's like that's pretty cool. badass. Yeah, this, this is like the coolest thing ever. Because like even if it was just an anime one, that's cool. But the fact that they're taking Vocaloid songs that are really popular with the same rhythm and same you know music that's there, but changing the words, it's like especially if you're Japanese and you know it really fluently, then this will be really helpful for like learning you know throughout the years because they're probably going to continue uh making them to you know expand across different things too they probably won't do one for math but they might do one for like so you have history and you have like all these different subjects okay so uh i mean this is an app that would be great for really any type of thing you're trying to learn like it'd be nice if they could also do vocaloid songs that was like teaching japanese but like that's kind of hard to do Cause like you got the music you can remember like oh I remember this line goes to this but it's like I think the history thing is the best one you could do out of all of it with this the way you learn it and stuff I don't know it's hard for me to explain because like I don't care as much about it but there are definitely gonna be some people that's like well I never really understood like the different wars and stuff and you know listening to the songs and this would be great because it'll actually help and. Plus the books, you know, the books that go along with it. You can relate stuff, and I'm I'm good with, like, remembering, okay, I know this because of something that I can relate it to, you know? Like, maybe when when in class the person or the teacher was teaching me something, maybe I was, like, spinning my pencil, which makes me remember uh, what, what, what was the thing when I was spinning my pencil. And then I – whatever you call it, there's a certain thing, recognition. But, yeah, I'm – whatever. So who wants to talk about the Hibiki Iphiphonium – Whatever, because I have no idea what this even is. Okay, so Hibike Euphonium Season 2 has been uh, confirmed, the release date for this October. So everybody get ready for that. Yuri action, hopefully. I mean, my my reads are going to be moistened, and (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be blowing hard and do my uh, wind instruments. 
waiting for this. I don't. I mean, I don't know if people are going to be a big fan of the next season based on the source material, but I well, mean, people will be disappointed with anything, honestly. Oh my like, god! It'll never go like. <laughs> We'll never go the like, way people I want mean, it to. Yeah, people. It's. A, it's I mean, bait, and then someone's gonna for a reason. Like, I mean, it's just bait. Like, yeah. I mean, what's wrong with that? I don't know. Some people. Some people get upset when you know bait doesn't turn into, you know. Something well, like, like cough, cough, erased, cough. Yeah. Oh my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, Kyo Annie's other popular show, uh, Free, is like entirely bait, and it's very popular. So that's true. They were, maybe I think they, this they wrote that the themselves, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, this like apparently this uh, Yuri aspect is more emphasized because not so much of the source material, but because of the studio. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna look pretty. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much guaranteed. So, pretty, nice. I'm excited. Love that show. Tell. <laughs> so, so the next thing. On. <laughs> the next piece of news is oh, that man. the Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Dark Side of Revelations film has premiered in Japan on April 23rd. Um, the American release is somewhere around 2017 early 2017 but it's unconfirmed but it's premiered in japan so and this one actually features kaiba and yugi so i'm looking forward to this i'll probably get it subbed when it's like leaked in like five months later i'm not waiting for the american dub because i'm not a dub person but uh it's, i'm looking forward to when this gets fan subbed yeah, Marcus I mean, wants to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh. Hmm. This is kind of a Marcus thing. Yeah. This well, is, obviously, oh. I'm gonna wait for the English dub because nobody fucking watches that show sub. Are you kidding me? Show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, ask I don't, I don't care. Very hearts. contradictory. Hello. Oh, dude! Just last stated, night. Yeah. Hold on. Last night, me and uh, John were yelling at each other when we were leaving from the concert. Like he was on like the other side of like we were like at least 100 feet from each other. And we were like yelling Yu-Gi-Oh quotes at each other because he wanted to go to Exodia as Exodia for cosplay next year. And at one point, I just scream. I like turn around and scream, "My deck has no pathetic cards, Kaiba." <laughs> like people so are looking at us. I, I don't know. It I was oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. Uh, awesome. Thank you. Shotaro approves. Yeah. All right. well, the first Let's thing he said on, was please. he's like, I'm going to go to Exodia, bitch. And I was like, yeah, what about it? And then he just yells, obliterate, like, at the top of his lungs. And I was like, okay, okay. So, I mean, I guess this is, uh, this is actually more of a Dusty thing. Because I don't watch Yu-Gi-Oh! anymore. Because, you know, I already watched it. But Dusty's watching the new one. And I think the new Yu-Gi-Oh! has, like, all of them in it. I don't really know. I don't really pay attention. but Okay, yeah. it's a... You know what? Can we get into this later? There's so much fucking bullshit. Dimensional stuff. Can we just uh, summarize it as, with that? What? The movie? Yeah, okay, sure. but like sure. this this film is not based on the new stuff. It's based on like the first season. Oh! Okay, I'm gonna... Did not me, know that. Me, I didn't read throwback. this article, so let me look at it really quickly. It's kind of like Digimon Adventure Try, like throwing back. Yeah. Who the hell is this Aigami guy? 
Yugi oh, he's like some... and uh, Kaiba. So I think they're the only like main protagonists that feature. Oh, yeah, yeah. Movie. It's, it's um, well, it looks like Yami in the back or somebody in the back. It's like someone turned around from Kaiba. Um, I mean, this is... Oh, Bakura's in this movie. He's probably going to be like a main villain or something. I hope um, we get another nude scene. All I know there was a nude scene? There wasn't. I wish, though. <laughs> I hope... So you honestly, wish there was one in the first place. I hope this actually turns into, like, a really serious movie. Like, some of the, like, more recent Yu-Gi-Oh! stuff, they try and be serious, but it's, like... It's still, like, the way they, like, end it is, like, they, they make it not serious. Like, in, okay, in Yu-Gi-Oh! It, the power especially in the of sun, friendship. It got really dark. Like, there was no Shadow Realm. It was death, you know? But, yeah. I haven't watched it in so long, I don't even care anymore. But let's go on to the next one, which is the... Fate, Excel, Zero, Order, PV, Release. And you guys take it away. I guess this is me. Yeah. I'm yeah. the, I'm the oh, fake yeah. guy, I guess. Um, essentially, it's a new uh, new campaign or new arc in the Fate Grand Order RPG slash light novel game they, they have going on that's like an episodic thing. And uh, it's written by Gen Urbuchi, so that's a big deal because... He wrote Fate Zero, and I believe that's the only thing he's written in the Fate universe. I could it's be wrong. There's a, there's I'm a, pretty there's sure there's a ton it. of there's a ton of side stuff, but I'm pretty sure that's the only Fate Zero is the only thing he's written. And most people think it's the best written aspect of the Fate universe. Uh, well, Fate Strange Fake is up there too, but that's written by the guy who wrote Durarara. Um Yeah, it's it looks pretty cool. It looks like they're gonna have like a servant version of Kiritsugu if you've seen Fate Zero. So that'd be cool if you've ever wanted to see him kicking ass as a servant. He could definitely be an assassin class servant because he's kind of a bastard but also really cool. So yeah. That's it. Alright. That's the end of the news. That was fun. Uh all right, let's move on to our actual topic for tonight. Yes, there is an actual topic. There we it is. are apparently uh, we are going to get in touch with our dark sides, boys and girls. Uh, talking about some of our favorite uh, anime, manga, uh, light novel villains, antagonists, what have you. Waha ha 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 ha. <laughs> oh, that, that, that was convincing, wasn't it? Much. So Jessica, did you want to talk about some throwback villains? Um, so as far as favorite goes, I would say Team Rocket is probably my oh, favorite. Oh, nice! Yeah, they're hilarious, and well, at um, least <laughs> plus Meowth is like a cat, and I love cats. So, <laughs> um, they're always changing their disguises and. And his group is always so stupid that even though they look exactly the same and they're in the same clothes, they believe that they're different people. <laughs> so I guess they're really good at acting. <laughs> what is or wasn't that Pikachu as meddling kids? Yeah. And they're always uh, blasting off to space, and you know because they get blown up or there's something. So. They're, they're, they really suck at their job, and for some reason, they really want Pikachu. I still don't understand that why they think Pikachu's like, so Pikachu's special. Pikachu's a rare but... Pokemon. 
compared to like the rest of the Pokemon that they have encountered. I guess I don't know. Like, I think the boss wants that Pikachu. Like, out of every Pokemon, oh. he wants that Pikachu. No, the boss doesn't. Really? Yeah, I thought it was just yeah. them. It's just yeah, them. It is yeah. literally just them. They've been chasing that Pikachu for. That Pikachu's not going to listen to them no matter what. So why they, I don't know why they keep going after him. They're not really the smartest of people. No, yeah. no. There they're was not, one time though smart. where they should have gotten away easily, but Ash jumped like thirty feet in the air to like land in their hot air balloon. If you don't know what I'm talking about, there's this scene <laughs> where they have Pikachu. And Ash does this fucking, like, 30-feet jump into their hot air balloon. And I was like, what the fuck? You can't do that. That's cheating. That is 100% the um, most, like, the plottiest plot armor I've ever seen. It's Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon's pretty horrible <laughs> in general, so. But it's like they can't even get but... away when they really, when they're definitely getting away. I don't know. I just thought, they should have won so their many team, times. They're Team Rocket. They have to lose. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's it's the whole point of their character. That's like their thing. Well, I like. No, that I don't the, even the know if I would movie, consider they them villains. Really like, they were like they're anti-villains. They're antagonists. That's for sure. I mean, there's sometimes where they're like just legitimate good guys. I mean, I feel like in all the movies they always end up. Yeah, they're good guys in the first movie. Indir- the movies, indirectly though. saving everyone. Indirectly. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the thing with, like, older anime, or a lot of times the villains will eventually become friends with the heroes, so it's kind of hard to say, Yeah, you know. That happens in Hunter x Hunter Yeah, it happened in Dragon Ball Z, too, like, Vegeta was a friend. villain at first, Piccolo, um, you know, uh, Margin Boo. What? No way! Boo became a friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What it's about like Frieza? With Hercule. Yeah, yeah. They like hang out. Frieza too. No, <laughs> Frieza's dead. No. <laughs> okay, because I, I I haven't seen it all the way. I only know like the characters. So they just had a movie where Frieza came back and then was like, "I'm gonna be super evil this time." And then they were like, "Nah." Not even super evil. He just wanted straight up revenge. And then immediately died anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, not I, lo- I love when he spoilers. I love when he comes back as <laughs> like half cyborg and Trunks just like chops him in half immediately. Oh, even more spoilers. Time. The joke they made though, twenty years, but they finally did it. Uh, Small Trunks uh, said, "If I ever, um, I don't think it was specifically Frieza. If I ever see a villain, I'm gonna chop them in half with the sword." Everyone looks stunned for a second and then just start laughing and Little Trunk is just confused as fuck because uh, <laughs> he does not know that um, alternate that universe in the older, he- older him uh, did that. Uh, yeah. Alright. So, who's next? Who wants to talk about their villain? Or villains? So I never really got an answer earlier on that, like, are we going by villains that we like? I I have one that I absolutely I hated this character. Like, is that no. a good villain or no? Yeah, yeah, you can sure. talk about him. Okay, sure. it's the it's the it's the villain from Sword Art Online, like the very end. I hated that guy oh so my God, much. Kill me. The, the guy in the second <laughs> season. <laughs> the guy that started baseball. Not just the villain. I hated him. I sure. Like everything about yeah. him was just like, oh my God, this guy is a fucking douchebag. Like. I don't know. It's the whole idea that he's kind of all the villains in, in that show. What? That's oh. all the villains in that show. 
Well, no, specifically, specifically how he actually, like, I don't know. I have only seen the two seasons and I haven't read anything past it. But, like, he was just so much worse than any other character in, in the show. I mean, sure, the second season had the guy who was going to do that thing to her. But it was like... I thought Death Gun was just a terribly written character in general. He kind of was, yeah. I mean, he was better but, written than that first villain that Marcus is talking about. Well, I'm guessing you're talking about the guy at the very end of the first season? Like, the second villain of the first season? Second? Wait, what are you talking about? Are you talking about the guy there's who... Two, um, there's two villains. There's the Sword Art Online villain, and then there was the Alfheim villain. Oh, no, I'm, I'm talking about Alfheim Online. The, okay. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking yeah. about. But can we yeah, talk that's about I, the best villain from that series? Fucking AIDS. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm done. Definitely the up. deadliest. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. The only one that actually... Uh... Oh, no, I guess Death Gun actually Succeeded. did pull off some deaths. <laughs> oh, yeah, Death Gun did. But... I was going to be like, yeah, Death... No, none of the actual villains killed anybody. And then I thought about it, I'm like, uh, actually, that's not true at all. Because Death Gun we... is the reason he's called Can that we... is because he caused some deaths. Can we bring up the fact that Kirito totally like let him kill someone in the, just to <laughs> in prove, the second yeah, just season? To prove point. <laughs> He's like, "What's going to happen if he executes this guy? I already know that they all die when he kills them. I wonder if he's going to die." And he just watches it, and he dies, and he's like, oh, "That's totally unexpected." Totally didn't see that coming. Oh my god! <laughs> I could have saved him, but I just needed to double check. So, <laughs> yeah, he was he was a pretty terrible. Very unlikable villain, so I guess if that was the purpose, to make a shallow, unlikable villain, then... Good job. I have another one, but I'm going to save it for later to see if you guys mention him, so someone else go, and then after a while, I'll bring this one up. Alex, would you like to? Sure, why not? Um, I actually have two things I want to mention. The first is, uh, I, I like shows where you sometimes can't tell who the villain and who the hero is, and to that note... I, I, Pardon the pun, which is why I like Death Note so much. New because you literally, you, you literally cannot tell who is the hero and who is the villain in that, in that show. I would say I would say so too, but I'm trying to not spoil light. Completely. Um, well, it's but that's, it, it that's depends on he killed some seriously L's stupid like, bad people, though. I mean, like that one guy in the first episode L, who was trying L is to... Not, uh, L is not... Uh, Halo polishing hero either. He did some things. Yeah. He, what he did to Misa, like the whole like oh, basically was... treated her like a yeah. Oh yeah, no spoilers, <laughs> but yeah. I, can I think say, I can say that, that without it being a spoiler. Like, I think the whole purpose of Death Note is is it's all supposed to be very like gray. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's definitely got a lot of gray morality to it because, definitely. well, I mean. While light is basically killing criminals, which you would think would be a really good thing, he has very bad motivations for doing so. Yeah. He basically wants to rule the entire world. He wants to be God. He wants to be God, and... Doesn't like... So in Death Note, like, the protagonist is light, because that's the perspective that we get from... Uh, get the show from so he would be sort of an anti-hero whereas l would be the antagonist and arguably the villain 
Well, so. from our perspective, though, like, but in the perspective of all the characters in the world, then Light would be the villain, wouldn't he? But we don't. Get, we the majority of the story is told from Light's perspective. Well, the right. If you look at it in, like, I feel like I feel like even if it's told from their perspective, they can still be a villain. Yeah, but wouldn't I mean, they then be an antihero? The villain can be the protagonist of a story. I don't think so. <laughs> Yo, no, 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 no. It is because. The protagonist is who we follow. They don't have to be the good guy. like. Yeah, but like, if the protagonist is a bad guy, then they're an anti-hero. Or an anti-villain. But they're still the hero. They're still... Okay. But, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, can, but like, I, can, if you look yeah, at I get it, what you're coming from, yeah. Like, this is exactly always... what I'm talking about, which is why I like it, because I like having these discussions about Death Note. Yeah, yeah. you could... I mean, you, I mean, I think you could definitely call him an anti-hero. He was... Like... <laughs> Well, what he, he was doing wasn't necessarily wrong. It's the way he was doing it and the he, reasons he, why he was doing right it. Was, wrong reasons. Like, when uh, he first started out... Wouldn't it out, be he's doing the wrong thing for the right reasons? Like, he's killing people to, like, solve crime. So, no, but he wants to be God. That's an extremely selfish reason to do anything. Um, but, but he's also, but he like, wanted... like, just killing bad guys. At, at, like, after a certain point, he's just killing people who gets in his way. Like, whether or not they're doing... Yeah. They're actually criminals or not. I mean, there's, there's literally a point where he considers writing his father's name in the notebook. I mean, like, it's also, like, ties in with the morality of capital punishment, if you think that's moral or not. So, like, even from the beginning, w- whether killing people to solve crime would be, like, a moral thing to do. Like, there's some issues there. But, yeah, that's a really good show to bring up. Um, and then... Uh, a... well, go ahead, Tom. I'm just going to say there's a few shows like that um, that I can think of. Another one would be like Code Geass is another one that yeah, yeah me and really comes to mind. Talking about like a, or no, not Jessica. John, like is Suzaku, what would you consider him? Like an antagonist? Well, here's the thing. Like, I don't Suzaku consider like, I don't consider him a protagonist. Like I, I consider him the antagonist. But he, yeah, yeah, that's by, actually I didn't actually think about that, but yeah, I would definitely consider him an antagonist. But then by the end he of always the show, gets but I, but I wouldn't call him a villain though. He's, no, I wouldn't call I wouldn't him a villain, villain either. And I wouldn't yeah. call um, uh, Lelouch, uh, 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 you know, a good guy either. No, no, you could <laughs> you could definitely make a case for Lelouch being a villain, but. Uh, Uh, anyway, uh, the other one I was going to mention was uh, in the Ghost in the Shell series standalone complex, the very first season, they had, uh, he started off as a villain called the Laughing Man, and he basically, he starts out as this antagonist who's basically, what's the word I'm looking for, like pulling the story forward, and he's all, he, he's basically leading the protagonist to the end that he's trying to create, and that's something that I liked about standalone complex was the villain that they had in the first season particularly with the laughing man uh psychopaths was similar similar yeah. to that the first yeah, season they, yeah. like the a main of, that, did a really good job of that too the antagonist was definitely like the antagonist but i mean the reason he was doing to. everything was totally justified i believe honestly yeah. like he does some just, fucked up stuff but Compared to the rest of the stuff that's going on in that show, it's not even that fucked up. I just like, like those shows that have like a, the villain and the hero have like a direct 
relationship with each other. Psychopaths is a is a good one. They they kind of have a dichotomy going between. I can't remember their names now, but the the main villain and the and the hero, you know, and we've same thing with Death Note and um, Kogios. Like they they have like this really close relationship with each other, the hero and the and the villain. I always love that. Yeah. Whenever I see people talk about psychopaths, I keep seeing people like compliment how good the how much they love the villain in the first season and why they don't like the second season is because the like the main character and the villain are no longer there anymore but like <laughs> i didn't even like the first season's villain so i was actually happy with the second season so you liked kirito <laughs> shush i like <laughs> i actually okay no but like in the this is kind of off topic but like in the first season of psychopath the quote-unquote main heroine was pretty much useless and like did nothing all she was is like I am she got a... badass in the second season. Yeah, that's the point. That's why I like the second season more because she actually comes into herself and she actually like does things. Whereas the first season, it's like I am a portal for the viewer. I have no character. I do nothing. I, Just watch I, yeah, things I feel happen. like in the in the first season, Akane was her name. Uh, she was kind of there for just for the viewers to like get an outside perspective on the relationship between Kogami and Makishima, who are the Kogami was a good guy. Makishima was a bad guy. Like, that's kind of... Yeah. It was always from her her perspective and stuff, so... Yeah, she's basically the shell character you're supposed to see yourself through. Yeah. I didn't think the second season was as bad as people said. I didn't I like the main just... villain. It was as good as Makishima, and I like Kogami better than Akane, just in general, but... I still thought it was a good watch. They're probably just salty because their characters <laughs> got ditched. <laughs> the salt yeah. is palpable with this one. So speaking of um, shows that we can't tell the difference between the villains and the antiheroes or the protagonists and the antagonists, um, there's Durarara where we don't even know who's the main character and pretty yeah. much every yeah. character is messed up and like homicidal. They're all psychotic <laughs> in their own unique way. Literally, so great. I was gonna say, like the the one that's I would say is like most clearly supposed to be the antagonist, Isaiah, is probably like the most popular character. <laughs> yeah, really but, is. yeah. I was thinking that, like, I was thinking, like, who is the real antagonist of Durara? But then I'm like, what is the plot of Durara? Like, what? That's wh- a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, because yes, Isaiah is like a main antagonist, but. I think uh, Shinra's dad is also a main antagonist because, um, actually, I don't want to say why, but because that's yeah, he, ca- he causes a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah, he causes almost everything when you think about it. I he guess dad. He's I guess, ind- indirectly like... responsible for a lot of the stuff that happens. Yeah, indirectly, he's responsible for so much of it directly alone. Uh, sure. When I say indirectly, I mean like he wasn't intending for that stuff to happen like Ooh. he did something and then years later it caused something else to happen okay good point yeah yeah there's a lot of was, uh, interesting yeah there's a lot of gray morality in that show as well and it's really great i will, I will say isaiah is definitely the best shit stirrer in the show <laughs> the best troll isaiah he is the best troll yeah he's my he's my favorite character in that series honestly just because I, I, every single scene with him is just like, it's kind of like watching the Joker, like 
just like he reads people in like predicts situations so well that I love those kind of like manipulative bad guys. Pretty good. I'm gonna go way outside of what we're talking about, and I'm gonna talk about uh, two villains. Wait, I bet are... I know who one of them are. What? I said I bet I know who one of them are. I'm gonna talk about two two villains that are just completely like <laughs> they're just assholes through and through, and that's. Gilgamesh from the Fate series and Dio from JoJo's. N- nothing redeemable about the two of them at all. Surpri- oh, and they actually look very similar in design, which I think is kind of funny. But uh, yeah, Dio like just Dio kills a dog just because. Like he throws it in an incinerator just because he hates JoJo. Not fluffy. Anything but fluffy. And he kills his dog. And then uh, JoJo is so like, yeah, like JoJo. That's why I like both of those characters, though, is that they're just (laughs) there's no like you're never gonna see them like a big speech and then like their their character suddenly changes or something like that. Like they know what they want to do and they're gonna do it to the end. So and they're not gonna stop until somebody kills them. Like hell, even in JoJo's, you can't even kill him. Because he's like, that's not even going to stop me. So. They're both, like, super popular characters, too. Interestingly, though, Gilgamesh is not listed as an evil character in the Fate universe. Uh, he definitely did some evil things. <laughs> yeah, his alignment is chaotic good. Eh, yeah, that I wrote it. Be- because he is, he's technically above humanity, so. Like, and he, like, the way that, uh the morality of the fate universe works is like a, a servant's morality is dictated by how they view themselves. And since he thinks he's always right, he's so technically dumb. good, which is pretty funny. Nice. That's yeah. a nice technicality right there. I bet serial killers would love to use that. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw Gilgamesh, which was uh, when I watched fate zero like, he got introduced, and then I think his master had commanded him to do something, and he's like, bitch, please, I do what I want, <laughs> and I do it when I want, and all of you, all the other servants are literal shit. I am the top, the top bitch in this, <laughs> in this show, and I was like, holy, I, I really, I, like, really liked him, because he was just so cocky and funny and hilarious, so, I mean, some people, I guess, he, his bad traits would be that he's, like, a jerk. But, I mean, he's just so cocky, it's funny. So, I mean, how he's, could you not like him? He's so full of himself that you just, like, it's he's so full of himself to, like, almost, like, com- two comedic levels. Like, like it's just hilarious. Like, he sees something and he's like, that's mine. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it lit- like, when he sees Saber, he's like, you're mine. I want you, so you're you're going to marry me. She's like, nah, and he's like, you don't really have a choice. You're already mine. So, it's, Gilgamesh is very entertaining. He's definitely one of those, he's kind of like Isaiah in a way where, like, he steals the scene every time he's he's there. Yeah, um, him and Isaiah always have that, like, permanent smirk on their face, like, whatever yeah. you're doing, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna end up on top. <laughs> he's, uh, he's Ooh, also really manipula- manipulative, like Easy. Isaiah. 
Like, he turns Kotomine into, like, a really interesting villain. I could have brought him up as well. But, uh... You just did. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, like, he's an interesting character. Because you kind of see his, like, descent into, like, just utter just douchebaggery. <laughs> like, in Fate Zero, you're like, I kind I get this guy. Like, you feel sympathetic for him, and he's, like, he's just kind of there to do his job, and then by the end of it, you're like, holy shit, this guy is psychologically, like, just twisted. And, I mean, the dude, like, gets off on seeing other people suffer. And Gilgamesh was like, yeah, man, if you like it, do it. Wait, was that the guy that, like, Gilgamesh pretty much, like, seduced? Yeah, that's that's him. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he, like, Kotomi wasn't bad, like... He's a sociopath, and he always knew he was a sociopath, but he didn't really act on it until Gilgamesh was like, dude, if you like it, do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Yeah, that's all I'm going to talk about. Who hasn't said anything yet? Tom? Chris? I think Tom, didn't you... Oh. Did you say one or no? Oh, uh... I think I've already blown my load on it on on uh, Death Note and Code Geass. All right, well, I got one. Um, Sashomaru from Inuyasha, like oh, by the oh, end, oh, of the show, true. He's a, he's a weird. By the way, character. that that was the pussy I was talking about. What my <laughs> friend named his cat uh, Shashamaru. Um People can't say Shashamaru, so he got the nickname uh, Shushu. He's a fat ass cat. Okay. Anyways, is he a villain? Minor reference. Yeah, he no, a he's a therapist actually. Like he has already a been over this. Oh my god! License degree. Anyway, villains. Yes. Yeah. Go. Go ahead, Marcus. Sorry no, for that. So the reason why I like Shishomaru is because he isn't so much like the just the antagonist as he's like he can be whatever he wants at any time. Like there's times where he'll be helping Inuyasha in the group, and other times where he'll be like, "Oh, I got here first and then they'll all look at him and be like, "What?" You want to fight? You know, I'll just rip your head off, right? He, like, seriously, there are so many times where he could have killed him, but because he was like, I don't know. He, it was just one of those things where, like, by the end of the show, uh, Kigome, like, looks up and says, like, hey, brother. And it was like, whoa, don't talk. Like, he got all, like, don't talk to me that way type of thing. But you could tell he was kind of like, I guess we're family. I can't really do much about it. Um... But yeah, I mean that's that's like one of my favorites. Um, I have a bunch more, but I don't really want to talk about all of them. Like, did anybody else have any more? My um, all-time favorite uh, villain is S. Death from Akameka Kill. Nice. Um, I just want to clarify that I really like the manga and I really hate the anime. So don't hit on me if you hate the anime. Um, <laughs> You just pleased so, all the Akame Got Kill fans. All 13 yay. of us. Yay! <laughs> oh <my God>, rude. <laughs> rude. That's okay. good. No. Like, what I really like about her is, um, like, usually um, villains turn out to be really likable when uh, the writer humanizes them and, like, goes into their backstory and you understand why they do things. But the thing I love about S. Death is that the writers take, uh, like, go so out of their way to like not humanize her because they have so many opportunities to give her a backstory but they're like no this doesn't count no that's not actual development 
She's just a monster. <laughs> but, like, that's why she's awesome. Yeah, like, um, it's so funny because, like, she gets this, like, complicated, well, not complicated, but this um, huge backstory about how her home village was massacred and how, like, she drank this crazy um, potion and, like, she hears, like, homicidal, like, voices in her mind, but she's a crazy um, torture um, obsessed lady, not because of her home village massacre and not because she drank this crazy potion. It's like, nope, none of these things are why she's crazy. She's crazy just because that's who she is. And I'm like, wow, that's, (laughs) you tried really hard not to humanize her. So like, I really like, like, yeah. She they gave her a backstory and then you're like, Oh, so that's why she's like such a sociopath and she's like, No, I'm a sociopath because that's who I am. Because I want to be. <laughs> yeah. So He's like, it, all that stuff happened to you. Why do you kill people? And she's like, Because weak people die. That's what <laughs> yeah. it's always been like. over <laughs> it. Yeah, and like besides that, she's just like a strong female character that like people fear and respect. And what I really like is that even though she ha- she's drawn like s- with like like emphasized boobs and like sexy skin tight outfit, like none of the characters sexualize her or like try to hit on her because like yeah she's a woman but she's first and foremost like deadly and dangerous. So she's not just deadly and dangerous; she's death incarnate. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh yeah, that actually this is just a real brief thing, brief thing from the current season. Elsa from ReZero is kind of similar to that character. So true. I like oh, Elsa God. a lot. I like Elsa a lot in that show. She's super Which intimidating. One's Elsa? She's the one that's yeah. the the one that murders him. Spoiler: Guys, paper guy. bitch. That's the whole premise of the story, though. But yeah, the bad guy from the first like three episodes. Mm-hmm. I I like her a lot. She's probably my favorite antagonist of this season so far. Mm. Anyway, okay. I know. I think I know who you would bring up, but who I don't know. Were you gonna bring up the actual person your icon is? Oh, like I don't even know if she's a villain yet. If she is, yeah. then we're talking about Sonazaki from uh, Kiz Niver, who I love. And if she turns out to be a villain, I'll love her even more. <laughs> and if she whips out the taser on you, you'll love her even more. Ooh. And she looks just like us death. So, you know, she there's does. a connection. Plus, plus. Okay. Um, oh, God. Why did I write down so many? Because um, you are dead. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to talk about you know? Fucking crazy bitch. You know who? <laughs> <laughs> I see. Some part no. I pat myself on the head for that one. Moving on. <laughs> okay, what do you guys think of her as a villain or anti-villain or whatever fuck she is? Well, then, she has yeah, care. But she makes that entire that. show really. She, she really a, does. She the show. I would definitely say she's a villain, but she's definitely the only reason to watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are two. 
Oh, what? Some of the other villains? I was I mean, talking about... Not villains. <laughs> but, like, who do you really root for? Do you root for Yuno? Do you root for Yuki? Because, <laughs> like, who cares about Yuki? Let's be honest. Yuno to stop saying his name. Oh, Yuki. 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 Oh, God, make it stop. <laughs> Yuki. Okay, okay. So, great villain. Only reason to wo- watch that show. Fucking crazy. I will, say, I will say, when your villain is the reason to watch a show, it can't be that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um... Oh, Justice Bitch from a comic got killed. What the fuck's her name? Which bitch? Justice Bitch. The one the, uh, oh, the, the one with the dog. Ubiquitous something. Yeah. Whatever fuck her name is. Like actually, I like her. She was so fucking human. But like I would I would actually go with instead of her being the human one, I would go with uh, Akame's sister. Kurome? Yeah. Man, that backstory killed me. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I mean, you oh. don't really get it. You didn't really get a whole lot of it in the anime, but yeah. I, but like, there's like a great. She was a great a, character. There's a whole prologue um, manga, Akame Got Kill Zero, which goes through like the past of Kurame and Akame. Yeah. Okay. Oh fuck. Um. <laughs> even even after she uh, she turned uh, lollipop girl into a Christmas tree topper. <laughs> um, the monkeyless from um, Full Metal Alchemist. What about him? Which yeah, one? They are villains. Uh, I liked Greed. Greed oh, is the really. Greed was Bay, yeah. Which version though? Because there's two versions of Greed. All versions of Greed. Yeah, I'll take them all. <laughs> yeah, every really. version of Greed. <laughs> I just, yeah, because you can't really count Ling, uh, even though he was Greed. It was like he got taken over by it because he wanted it. So. Yeah, but that was like so kinky. <laughs> it really was. It was, well, it was really great. Where, like, at one point, he like broke through, and it's like. No, you won't. And it was like, oh, well, they were like, he's still in there. It, it was like, at the end of it, it was more like they were bros than anything. Well, yeah, he was the only, I think it was the only homunculus that was still left, right? Because Greed didn't die at the end, right? He's still alive. Inside Link. I don't <clears throat> Who knows? Yeah, they, they got him back somehow. I don't remember, but yeah. Well, Ling's, oh, basically, just... Ling's basically the one in charge at that point. Like, Greed doesn't even, uh. Really, I don't think he's able to come out unless he, you know, they both agree. Hey, let me take over because they do. They do that do that thing where it's like, let me take over. I know how to do this better than you do. Let me use your armor though, because you know. And listen, as Gordon Gecko once said in the movie Wall Street, greed is good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good reference. Good Full reference. Metal Full Metal Alchemist had a lot of good villains though. Scar yeah, was did. pretty like, cool. I even like the the main one, Father. It was like. I don't think I've ever thought of a character being this guy is so stupid OP he creates a sun in his hand but like no one's even close to that level of power and he still loses. It's just like that just shows how like in that world no matter how strong someone is with the right amount of people or the right type of people and the right 
you know, mindset, you can, you can overcome any trial. I don't know. I don't know what it was trying to tell me. All I know is that all the are <laughs> shonen good. shit. You can do shonen shit. Yeah, we can do shonen. Actually, yeah. Epime is yeah. shonen, yeah. Yeah. Um, all of them are pretty great villains. Well, it's a, it's a uh, I feel epic, most of, uh, like... basically, all of them are fully fleshed out. Okay. Uh, personal favorite of mine, Alucard. Oh my god. From Helsing? Hell yeah. Is there any other Alucard? Don't That's answer true. that. There probably is. Um, like, from Helsing, he was uh, good, but Helsing Ultimate is where he really fucking got me. Like, the thing with him, him is, like, he is just bored. He is bored out of his mind. Everything he does, anything he uh, has done, is because he is bored as fuck. He's OP, he, he's the strongest, and he knows this. He, he, he kind of wants to just die because there's nothing entertaining anymore. Except a 70-inch plasma screen TV with Netflix. But that got taken out. <clears throat> No? No one? Uh, no? Okay. <laughs> oh god, you guys are um, disappointing. Um... <laughs> welcome to our world. <laughs> oh! That hurt. That hurt. <laughs> Love you, Janota. <laughs> um... But yeah, I feel he's a great anti-villain. Actually, anti-villain is probably a really good way to describe him. Yeah. In but, my yeah. opinion. No, no, that sounds about right. Um, anything else to say about him? No? Oh, um... Griffith? The the villain... I like the villain in Persona 4, the anime. Oh, the no. Game. Oh, no. That. I'm not going to say who it is because that's a, you know, that's a big spoiler, but... Uh, really? I, I feel like it's old enough that people should know by now. Eh, I don't know. The game... I feel like the Persona franchise is just now kind of becoming a thing, so... Really? I'd rather not spoil it. Gotcha. No, With but it, it really was great, though. And, like, uh, so much of the whole Persona thing, like, you get fucking dragged in, you better confront yourself and realize the fucks you're, you're about. Otherwise, you're fucked. And it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. Okay. Marcus, you, you should, uh... Wait, you said... How much of, um, what's it called? Berserk, do you know? One chapter. No, we don't, need, we don't need to spoil that. Yeah. I know there's an NTR scene okay. in it. That's not why I'm interested. But I know I'm actually going to get to <laughs> No, that. no, it's just that. No, one of the characters I have uh, written down is, um. I know who it is and don't. Yeah, I, I won't. <laughs> Riker told me well, the manga's this... a lot better, so I'm going with the manga instead of the show. So. It's both the same. Uh huh. Still, I, I, made a big I just deleted him just so you don't better. see it. Um. Anybody else got any more villains? I have so much more. <laughs> okay, I'll just mention one of my favorites real quick. Hisoka from Hunter X Hunter. My God, dude, he's my, my favorite God. character from the show. Okay, but like, I didn't want to mention him because I didn't want to get like into the whole debate about whether or not he's a antagonist or just an antihero type of thing. He's like he's and, bad in the beginning. Antihero, like, really? Yeah. I thought you were gonna I, say whether or not he's a pedophile. Yo, oh no, there is a scene straight oh, up God. where he is literally looking at their butts and they like feel the shiver and they're like, Hisaka, you stand in or you walk in the front. 
<laughs> and I was like, Dusty. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, it's one of the funniest I scenes. Cause it's like, part. Yeah. And it was yeah, right after they uh, they saw him in the, uh, it was on Greed Island. And they, like, teleported to where he was, not knowing it was going to be Hisoka. And he's, like, taking a bath. And then he, like, turns around and does the whole, like, camera panning up. And then pans back down so you get as close as you possibly can without it showing anything. And then it shows, like, Bisky looking at it. And it's like, and who's this? And she's like, oh! Like, she hasn't seen a guy that good looking in ages. It's like, yeah. He's my favorite character just because, like, all this stuff. Gone. Oh, like, every time he does that, it makes me smile. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. I can't wait to hear Like, I really hope they don't fuck him up in the dub. Like, he is the only character that if they if they do it wrong, I don't think I'll be able to watch it in the English dub. Like, it's just like... Oh, man, I actually feel you on that. Like, if they fucking go wrong with Tisoka, like, that that's the killer. Like, yeah. that will end it right there. Seriously, like, the, he's the only... so fucking great. The only voice I've heard so far that I'm just iffy on is Kitoa, and I'm just like, <sighs> he's not bad, but everybody else is, like, pretty good or, you know, fine, but he's just, like, yeah. below average. Like, But I, I only heard two lines, so I'm not going to judge it by that. I'm not one of those guys that's like, oh, I saw the trailer and the movie's going to suck, you know? No, I wait to see, like, what everybody else thinks about it. Um, so should we get to Hentai Heaven? Wait, yeah, hold on. Also, I, don't forget oh. great villains like Aizen when they do I planned this out for ever since you were born and even before. Okay, what? go ahead. Okay, so Aizen. I don't know about that. Okay, so the one I'm doing yeah. is a Daojin. Um It's by Fatal Pulse. Hold on. It's, it's hentai heaven, everyone. Take yeah. your pants off. Relax. It's all good. Oh, it's already, already ahead off. Of you. <laughs> okay, this. so Fatal Pulse is the author. Uh, it's from the, the Victim Girl series. And it's called The Collapse of Cagliostro. <laughs> um, it's supposed to be a parody of the Grand Blue Fantasy. I don't, I don't know much about it. but um, that's, that's an RPG. Okay, whatever. Um, I could just read. I, honestly, I kind of want to get through this fast. I just want to read off the tags. But like, I'll give you a rough description of what happens. So there's this, there's this girl. Actually, no, no, that's not even it. There's this guy who something happens. I don't know. It's probably something to do with how the RPG plays out. They don't really give a lot of backstory. But this guy basically either dies or like reincarnates or something into a female body that he made multiple like copies of and then uh, these guys who he's been like dicking around with the whole time they like trap him or now it's a her um in like this tavern or something and she's like oh what are you gonna do are you gonna come after me and it's like well obviously yeah now that you're in that weak frail body it's like ah, i'll just use my magic and she tries to cast a spell and because now she's in, like, a girl's body or whatever. She can't cast any spells. And then they, like, fucking, like, punch her in the gut. So now she's, like, weakened. And then basically um, they, like, bring her to the place where all her, like, dolls are, they call them. And uh, they're all, like, all the other guys are banging these almost lifeless dolls. And then, like, as she, like, turns around, the main bad, the main guy, the bad guy, like, opens his cloak and I think, like, her sister or best friend or whatever, this is the part I hate, they quad amputated her, and she's literally chained to his chest and his dick's inside her to the point where she can't get off. And from what? this point forward, I'm like, oh, it's one of these. Oh, great. And um, Where do you find this gold? Look, Jesus listen to me closely. I am going to read all of this guy's work, and I got to this one, and I was like, oh, this one doesn't look too bad from the cover. 
And then I got to one, two, three, four, five, six, and I was like, shit, it's one of these, but I already started and I have to finish it. So, um, since all the other dolls are getting fucked or whatever, the way it works is if she dies, she'll reincarnate into another doll. So they fuck her so hard, they kill her with every single time to the point where it's like, it just gets. Um, what the fuck? Yeah. And then it gets to the last one where since she keeps dying and reincarnating into another body, it's always random. So one guy's like, oh, she's on me now. Yeah, this is this is the real one. Like he's already getting dick sucked by the, the not necrophilia one, but basically it's like lifeless almost. Um, and they keep doing that until finally it gets down to the last one where it's like, well, we might as well just kill her now. And she won't be able to re- revive. And then she's like, no, please. She does the whole mind break thing where now she's like liking it because she's a girl. She's like, just don't kill me. I'll... I'll suck your dick forever. And then it gets to the final thing where they amputate all four of her legs. Then they put a thing in her mouth so she can't ever talk again. And then, like, they just – her and her sister whatever, they just fuck her. They just fuck him. And then they bring him through town on, like, a um, – like, almost like a chain. And they bring it around and they, like, they, they carry them like that. And it was, like – it's almost like a purse. And it was just, like – the part about the amputee thing, it was just – it was really bad. That By the time I got to the end, I'm like, all right, well, edit, select – would you like to delete this? Yes, I would. Bye-bye. <laughs> and that's how I was. And I did not. I do not recommend it unless you're a fan of amputee and slight gore. Um, yeah. So zero out of zero because I don't want to rate it. I don't know what I, it was. It was good halfway through if I just ignore the one amputee thing because I didn't think they were going to go back to it. But then they, they went back to it and then they ended on it. So these are some of the tags if you guys want to know. Ahegal, which is the you know, face thing, uh, amputee, asphyxiation, I that was blood, what? I thought that was pronounced Ageho. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I thought it was an I. Ageho. Um, asphyxiation, blood, bondage, daughter, deep throat, emotionless sex, gag, lollycon, mind break, daughter, rape, snuff, stocking, stomach deformation, tiara, and urination. What is happening? Tiara. Yeah. Oh yeah. I named Let's, it. Uh, it was, um, yeah. So the collapse of what's Cagliostra. the name of the portion? Um, the only place to really find this, I'm per- well, I mean, you could find it probably on like 4chan or something, but if you want this, the easiest way is to go to EX Hentai, just look for Fatal Pulse and look for the one where it's one character with a crown on surrounded by all like five of the exact same character, but like lifeless and look for the one that says collapse of Cagliostro. Yeah. Okay. You know, well, Jesus you probably won't do that. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you're still listening and you're like, "Wow, soon. Marcus Reed is the weirdest shit," just know I'm at the point where nothing, <laughs> nothing is ever really too shocking anymore. It's just like depressing. So, I know there's got to be other people like, out there like me. I've never Why seen the snuff know? tag before, though. That's a thing. I've never seen like. Maybe I've never made it far enough to actually notice it, but, like, I've never seen the snuff tag. I've seen every single thing else before, even the tiara, which is, like, the most random tag ever. So, um, other than that, I think we are ready to wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap this and put a nice little bow on this little episode. Um, thank you all for joining us for this lovely presentation. Um, whatever this was. <laughs> whatever the fuck this was. Um, Are we still going? I don't know. Um, But, you know, if you want to hear more, which, why? But if you do, uh, we have a website you can go to. You can listen to all of our past episodes. It's www.animeclubafterdark.com. 
There's some other stuff up there. Oh, uh, we have to uh, we have to mention that uh, our the winner division of our best girl contest is over, and Megamine is our winner. Was there Thank even you. any doubt? No, not really. She got like an um, explosion of votes at the end, so I don't know what that was all about. Things things happen. That um, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Things happen, but yes, uh, congratulations to Megamine. She will go on to face our it spring division champion at the. I've ever seen. <laughs> Do what? I was like, it was the most stacked bracket I've ever seen. It was stacked. <laughs> it's more stacked than when me and Dusty go to a Smash Bros. tournament, and the first match is me versus him. And then we look at the, like, tourney guy, he's like, not my fault, you guys sit next to each other. <laughs> it's like, okay. Anyway, uh, so at the end of the spring season, we'll do it all again with the whoever we decide to put in that bracket. I'm sure that'll well, be, be You started this um, yeah. uh, in uh, the, either the end of February or, like, mid-March, right? You know, that's when we started putting it together. Okay, so when should we start doing the next one? Like the end of May or like halfway through May? Uh, we should start doing it like the week the season ends. Yeah, we just we just got to figure out who's going to be in it. But yeah, because yeah, they're gonna 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 show, We don't want to do it at the halfway point. The actual you know? competition, the actual competition itself takes place typically. What I thought was probably going to be during the next season. Yeah, it okay. takes place during the start of the next season. So you yeah. don't want to start it while like the characters are still like Being you know developed. in airing shows because then the character might take a turn and be also shit. How are we gonna do it next time? Because like you didn't pick every single girl. Are we gonna do voting next time, or should we let everybody else vote and then like whoever you know whoever gets the most voting in terms of like selecting the people you know. Yes. Yes, talk about this later, please. No, because well, I want to know like, when, <laughs> the, when the uh, the people are are they going to be involved or is it just us? There's a podcast going on right now, Marcus. <laughs> uh, okay, Let's seriously get into this on. later because like this is kind we'll of have uh, to edit this we out. don't know we don't know yet. We'll this is how we do it, folks. This is how we do it. <laughs> anyway, it's not, it's a it's like two months away. We're fine. Yes, there's going to be a good amount of them coming from my Hero Academia. Nope, there's not. Um, yeah, because you're the one that's going to literally <laughs> fuck, fuck it again. Me. Suyu and o- Ochiko have to be on there. Um. Anyway, can I keep going with the outro? <laughs> Please. Oh, yeah, we should probably do that, yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us on uh, some of our social media accounts, we have a Facebook. It's facebook.com uh, slash anime club after dark. Uh, on Twitter at twitter.com slash anime club ad and on uh tumblr which god help you if you go there uh it's tumblr.com slash anime club after dark uh oh and uh, if you want to send us email uh, if you want to get in touch with us that way we have an email address it's anime club after dark at gmail.com i think that's everything yes that's everything <laughs> so, so I'm gonna sign off and say I'm Alex, and I will see you next time. Uh, oh, Jessica left while we were talking, so Jessica, uh, <laughs> bye too. She <laughs> you know to say good night. Good night. Good enough, Marcus. <laughs> oh, that's some, all. Made Dakimakas near where the concert was. Woo! You don't know how hard it is to not spend money. <laughs> <laughs> If they would have had the spider one, I I don't think I would have been able to pull back. But I noticed I noticed a lock of the blue hair 
And I was like, oh no, is that what I think it is? They were selling Dakimakras at the concert? Okay, so there was, Jessica didn't get a chance to mention, oh. and I forgot this, there was an actual bookstore, and they had a shit ton of things in there. And the first thing I noticed was the Dakimakras. And I noticed Poppy, and I was like, oh my god, this is full on like nudity. And then I was looking around, and the one that they did not have was Rachne. So, yeah. But I'm done. Say goodnight, Riger. Peace out, you filthy mongrels. <laughs> Show, say goodnight. Hubei, best villain and best girl. Oh my god, so true. We didn't even talk about QA. Oh man. No, no, let's really not. Let's not. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, we don't have to. Do you want to make a contract? <laughs> <laughs> Were you trying to make the song? Anyway, Tom, say goodnight before we. Goodnight. Alright. Hey, Animaniacs is on Netflix. You should totally go watch it. Hello, totally Nerds!